You found yourself on another episode of Locked On Bulls. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the Bulls suffering another game in which they led by double digits and lost the game. We'll get into all that and more right after this. <laughs> you are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. That's prizepicks.com, promo code Locked On. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host and creator of, the, of Chicago Bulls Central and Chicago Bears Central. But uh, I, I, I'm so discombobulated, bro. What's wrong with this team? Same thing that's been wrong the entire season. Uh, mm. When teams play them physically, mm-hmm. they don't know how to react. Mm-hmm. The 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 Indiana Pacers started playing physical defense in the second quarter on, and uh, the Chicago Bulls could not bounce back from that. And then on the offensive end of it, you, you allow somebody to score 40 points in a quarter, you're going to have a tough time winning. You allow Buddy Hill to go off for of 26, you're going to have a tough time winning. All in the second half, by the way. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, this is nothing new. And and the saddest part about it was we saw 39 to 15 and every Bulls fan said the same thing. It ain't going to last. <laughs> it ain't Bro, I, said, I said this before. Like, I do not believe in a Bulls lead until it's like, if there's three minutes or less uh, or less minutes left and we got a double digit lead, I may believe in it then. It's still a very strong, I mean, weak maybe. But yeah. anything before then, it almost like this Bulls team has found more, more unique ways to lose double digit leads than they have to to hold on to them. It's crazy, bro. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to get a count. I think we're up to seven or eight losses where we led by double digits. I mean, legit double digits, not like thirteen points. I mean, like nineteen and up. Um, and. It, it's a game where here's the thing. If they if the Bulls find a way to win this game, there's a lot of positive to take from this game. But again, a lot of negative at the end of this game. Uh the Bulls just just they're a team that can't figure out how to close out a game. Uh even DeMar DeRozan this year, right? Like he hasn't been able to close out games the way he was uh last season. But without DeMar DeRozan in this game tonight, it felt like a foregone conclusion that you weren't gonna be able to find the shot you were looking for. I don't know what the heck Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic were doing at the end of the game. You know what I mean? Like, I, I saw a lot of vitriol for Zach. Um, Zach we'll talk passed, about Zach. Zach. Zach passed Vooch the ball with, like, 19 seconds left on the shot clock. He just let that up fly. <laughs> it was like, uh, <laughs> what, what, you know what I mean? Like, the, the IQ at the end of games is not high enough, and that and that's a team-wide thing, and I think that's the problem, right? Um there, there was there was a lot of good to look at in this game, but because of how this game comes down to an end, because you blow a 24-point lead, because you 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 seemingly had no answers by the end of this game on how to stop anybody defensively, we got a lot of bad to talk about. It it I said earlier in this yeah, and I, I went back and looked, I talked about it on, on Central today. We were 22 games into the season where I literally looked at everybody and I said, I'm done predicting wins or losses for this team because it, it's just so all over the place. 
Yep. We did it didn't even we didn't even make it to 30 games before I, I got to that point. It's I don't mean to pile on the team, and I do want to have some actual basketball analysis and conversation about what the Bulls do and don't do, but it's simple it's it's real simple. And maybe an oversimplification is that when teams teams know if you keep the pressure on the Bulls, they're gonna fold. They're gonna That's crack. just what it is. They're gonna crack hundred percent. And it's been that way all season. And yeah. I, I think the biggest thing uh, that we need to stop doing is saying uh, that we should beat teams. No, we shouldn't. No, we're, we're still 500 just like those teams. We, we're a bad basketball team. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. When it comes down to the fundamentals of the game, when it comes down to crucial moments, when it comes down to uh, uh, closing out defensively, when it comes down, we are a bad basketball team from top to bottom. It, it, there are moments that look great. Like, tonight had a ton of moments that look great. But guess what? Uh, Houston has great-looking moments. That doesn't mean that they're a good basketball team. You were there, there were people coming into this game, right, saying, hey, we should beat the Indiana Pacers. Why? We were one game better than them. And now we're not. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I get it at the beginning of the season where everybody's like, we're losing to teams that we shouldn't have. And I'm like, yeah, technically we shouldn't because we know we have the talent. But the way that this team has played basketball – who who do we really think we're better than? Like, I, I, it's not many. It's not that many teams that we're better than. Are we better than the Detroit Pistons? I just think we're more experienced than them. Are we better than? Oh, no, we're better than the Charlotte Hornets. Oh, I'm not going to get too crazy with that. I'm not going to get too crazy with that. I, I think I think that is the statement, though. That is the thing, and, and you saw it tonight, right? Like you saw that any team can beat the Bulls if they play with this formula. We've talked about this formula a million times. Um, that the physicality and and I I, I like Zach Levine. I'm a Zach fan. I, I think, the, but but when you play Zach physically, sometimes he'll play physical back when he's driving to the bucket. He'll play physically back. Other mm-hmm. times, right? Like, and I'm not saying. Listen, I understand the refereeing tonight was not good. Very subpar refereeing. The one dude looked like he went out to Turkey, got his hairline did, and he was trying to flex. You know what I'm saying? Like there was technical fouls getting. He was fooling himself because he got his hairline. Yeah, he got he got his hairline done out out in Turkey, bro. You know he was trying to flex on him. That's how the one ref looked at the young dude. You know what I mean? The other dude looked like he sang with the OJ's backup back in the day. You know what I mean? Like it it wasn't a good refereeing crew that we were dealing with tonight. There were three technical fouls given. Both coaches had issues with the refing, but at the end of the day, that didn't change anything with the physicality of the game. Because now it just turned into the Bulls looking to get bailed out on foul calls. You know, it turns into Zach Levine going to the bucket trying to get bailed out on foul calls. Vooch looking for foul calls. And here's the thing. When Vooch is trying to find foul calls, it just takes him out of his game. He's not the same player. And, and it, it it sucks to say, right, but just the the I, I said this during the live call. The most disappointing thing about this team is not that this team doesn't have talent. Because I think mm-hmm. they do. It's that every team in the NBA can punk you, and you're not going to do nothing about it. Every team in the NBA can punk you, and you're not going to do anything about it. We've watched Chicago Bulls get punked game in and game out. They've been punked three times in this five-game losing streak. By the way, we're on a five-game losing streak. Five, count it. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. Probably with the six coming, and everybody's still holding on to the TNT Bulls. Man, listen, I ain't got no faith. That the te- the the teams that built that TNT Bulls streak were gritty teams that that punched above their weight. I have no right now. The the Chicago Bulls can face a team in the Big Three on TNT, and I still think we're gonna lose. And that 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 streak 
ended, didn't it? Like, why, why are we still no. talking about the TNT? No, we're 20, still, no, we're still 20 games in a row that we've won at home while on, on TNT. Oh, at home. At it's home. at home. Okay. Yeah, at home. Okay. I was going to say, the Jimmy Butler Bulls definitely lost over on TNT. Like, I know <laughs> I'm not speaking here, dog. Um, but no, nah, man, I just, I, I just, I look at this Bulls team and yeah, coming up against the Bucks tomorrow, can they win? Sure. They can beat any team in the NBA. We've seen that. But the problem is they can lose to every team in the NBA. And that seems to be more of an issue than not. I understand they were shorthanded tonight. I understand that you didn't have DeMar. You didn't have DJJ. That does play more of a role later. But you had guys step up that we don't talk about stepping up. You had guys step up. That, me, me and you didn't even mention P-Will and, and Kobe. We said Kobe might be able to play well, right? He'd have an opportunity. We didn't even yeah. mention those guys uh, uh, stepping up. We said that just the energy that Dale and Terry was going to bring was going to be the thing that helped Zach Levine a lot. And Dale and Terry did bring that energy. It did help the Chicago Bulls. Um, I will say this uh, before we get out of this segment. Is is Io DeSumo cooked? Are we are we are we saying he's cooked now because Billy Donovan hasn't played Dalen Terry all season, and when he needed a stop on Buddy Hield, who was absolutely cashing the entire team out, he put in the rookie. I'm blaming you because you all season talked about so nobody brought up sophomore slumps with Io Desumu until you you put a hex on him. You worked I, your I light skin voodoo. Yeah, you you worked that light skin Drake voodoo and you put it on Io Desumu and it's bad business, bro. I'm blaming you. It's your fault, Pat. It's for, your first, fault. First off, it's uh, it's mixed uh, Drake voodoo. And uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry, I'm realistic and a realist. You know what I mean? No, um, no, I just, I, I, I loved what Io gave to this team offensively tonight, but it says a lot when Billy Donovan is just like, Dalen, go guard him. Dalen ain't played ever. <laughs> <laughs> Dalen played for the first time the other day. <laughs> yeah, as far as meaningful minutes, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's it's tough, man. It's, it's, it's tough, bro. This whole season is tough, but... Um, we're going to get into the next segment, which we're going to talk about Zach Levine and the team, how the team looked without DeMar DeRozan in this game. If you can't tell, it wasn't good overall for the team as a whole. But before we get into that, I got to talk to you about guys about prize picks. And prize picks is live fantasy made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they go on to score more or less than their prize pick projections, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes in NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, WNBA, esports, and more. Literally every sport. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's just that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code Locked On at sign up for instant deposit match up to $100. All right, get aggressive on that. He came in real aggressive. No, he didn't know nothing. Um, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> all right, Pat. Zach Levine, what did you think about his game today? Had a heck of a game. Bad finish, bad shot at the end. Um, hmm. Zach Levine had a heck of a game. 35 points, 
11 rebounds, 7 assists. Did a lot to get other people involved. I liked how he facilitated the ball. I think he only had two turnovers, maybe three by the end of the game. Um, when I checked, it was two, I believe, but maybe more by the end of the game because that last stretch was was kind of ugly for us. Um, but I, I I thought Zach played a, a $215 million player game. I thought that at the end of it, do I like that shot selection? Heck no. Um, uh, the second shot I loved, uh, and I'm going to give Billy Donovan credit where credit is due. That was a great draw, play drawn up, uh, but it was too little too late at that point, and uh, Zach didn't knock it down anyway, right? If he knocks down that three, maybe you get something going in probably about four seconds left on the clock or something like that. Yeah. But you, at the finish of that game, right? Like, I, I, I'm not going to allow the entire finish to take away from what he did the entire game. He looked like our best player on the floor the entire game. Did he close it out? No, didn't. Just didn't. And and it, it looked bad. And I, I hated the corner fadeaway shot. I thought he got himself a, more open. I saw that second egg. I was like, dog, you weren't open at all. You just said, I'm going to take it, huh? I, and and realistically, he put himself in a position where there was no other option, which is another low IQ play. Yeah. Right? Like, you you didn't yeah. allow yourself to be able to pass it to Vooch, pass it to Io at the top of the key, Caruso. Like, you just put yourself in a position where, hey, I'm going to take this ball and I'm going to be the, the $215 million man and make this three. That's, 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 not, that's not the player I want Zach to be, and it's not the player that I expect Zach to be. I want Zach to make the right decision. And I felt like the, it was the wrong decision at the end of the game. But overall, I I, I thought he he cooked his matchup most of the night. Oh yeah, he owned his matchup most of the night. And you you got to give Matherin it. was not looking good against bro. Yeah, was, it was it was, a, it was a completely different Ben Matherin than what it was last game. Um, and Zach Levine did for the most part. He stepped up in a way that we needed somebody to step up without having. Uh, who DeMar DeRozan, who is our leading scorer this season, uh, he stepped up in the right way most of the game. And we already know, and we talk about it, me and you are both fairly realistic Bulls fans. Even We get caught up in our anger sometimes. But this team was built in a way, if this team was fully healthy, it was built in a way so that you don't have to worry about Zach's low IQ at the end of games. We don't have any of those players out there. We don't use Vooch consistently in that way. And, and Zoe and DeMar are both missing this game. So, you know, the way that this roster was constructed, it was built in a way to where it does allow uh, Zach to not have to make those decisions in the fourth quarter of games. But unfortunately, this is where we are. The IQ did hurt us. He doesn't get a pass for hurting us. It's just we. I'm, I'm going to be more realistic and not be like some Bulls fan and, and completely killed him because guess what? If it wasn't for how Zach Levine played three quarters of this game, the Bulls aren't in this game at all. They don't have a lead. They don't have a chance of winning. So, yeah. No, and, and I, I thought you, I thought the Bulls' defense as a whole was terrible in this game. Yes, which is which is just very concerning. Um, I think Zach played a, a good part of that in this game as well. I will say that as well. Um, that the corner threes a lot of times was his man finding his way open um I th he was guarding buddy healed for for a couple of those uh just dominant three-point shots by the way buddy healed has turned himself into an absolute spark 
because uh, Buddy Hill was one of them dudes where it was like, Buddy Hill. Don't get me started on that boy, T, bro. I had no idea that man had them Johns in there, bro. Bro, until no you were talking, I literally thought that that he got veneers after he got his NBA money. This oh, is him no. in college. Bro, that he, man had, had them he's had his chompers whole life, his whole bro. life, bro. Like he was, he, you know, how people grown people have baby teeth. No, he had adult teeth as a baby. Like them. Th- I'm sorry. Let's stop. We it's not going to turn into <laughs> roasting central, bro. Go man, ahead, keep it going. That man got wind up teeth in his mouth, bro. But. <laughs> No, I just, I, I, <laughs> he got some big teeth, though. I was not, I don't know why. Like, he smiled tonight, and I was like, God dang. Bro, bro, that, 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 that man so ain't weird. never seen, that man ain't never seen a piece of steak that he, it even, he even hesitated to bite into, hey, bro. bro. He, like, he, he, all his steak, well done, bro. <laughs> <laughs> No hesitation, bro. Like, it's straight up he's, rare, bro. He's the opposite Denzel Valentine in every single way. He actually makes his three-pointers, and instead of baby teeth and gums, he got all teeth. It's, hey, it's Denzel, crazy, bro. Denzel, Denzel did, uh, <laughs> did have some small teeth, too, didn't he? I forgot about that, dog. After Valentine's Day, Stacey King ended that man's career. Nobody talk about that, bro. Uh, Stacey King ended Denzel Valentine when that man said, oh, no, that, that man over. That man ain't play another game. No, but I, I just um, I, I thought that Zach played played really well most of this game at the end of it, and I, I think that if he's able to continue to play like that, right, like that that feeds into what the Chicago Bulls team needs. That that feeds into the player that he can be, uh, and, and I think it does come down to I know I know it sounds like a broken record at this point, but it comes down to taking the ball out of his hands in those moments, having somebody with some good IQ in those moments. Having somebody that can that can find him open in those moments. You know what? When I love that shot, if you get the ball into a point guard that finds Zach Levine open, not yeah. getting the ball into Zach Levine for him to find himself open. So yeah. for me, I, I think I think that's 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 my only that's my only down downside to Zach right now. I, I thought he I thought he did a great job tonight. Rest of the team, how did you feel about the rest of the team without without Demar? Um, I thought this, this is, <laughs> hey, bro, it's a lot of gum, bro. Why you throw that Denzel picture up there, dog? This is, by the way, I need y'all to understand, this is how we going to get through a lot of these shows, but we're just upset. It's just going to turn into us frying people, bro. Bro, that man looked like, that man looked like he put tinfoil grills on his gums, bro. Like, come on, dog. That man. That man got screens like a whale on his teeth, bro. Like, what is that? Would you like some teeth with your gums? No, man. That man oh, got man, braces. Sorry, just, that man got braces. They just put a wire across that mud. Um, <laughs> but no, how how the team played without Demar? I thought that uh, I thought that overall, this, this, the offense looked better. The offense looked better. The second time we've seen the offense without DeMar, the offense looks better. And this time, people were knocking down their shots. Remember last time, Zach was finding dudes open left yeah. and right. And they just was missing all night. The offense looks better without DeMar. Now, that also could be right. The offense looks better without DeMar and Zach. 
That is a very key caveat in that, right? Because we've seen the offense look really good with DeMar and no Zach. But we haven't seen that consistent, this offense looks great with with both of them on the floor. Yeah. Oh man, I I I I know that there are going to be people triggered by the the whole the offense looked better without Demar, especially in a loss. But just the spacing, here's what I say: the spacing looked absolutely yes. better. Um, and when you get players to attack that space, like Patrick Williams did a couple of times. Now he didn't do it consistently throughout the game. I would have liked to see him do it a little bit more. But it the floor completely opens up now. Billy Donovan to me should have went to Vooch a little bit more with the floor more open. But woulda coulda shoulda there. Um. Cause you know where I sit. We talked about that yesterday. I'm I'm team trade Demar. So, yeah, I I don't know, man. I mean, the offense without Demar looks like this, right? Very large and clustered together, and 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 just not enough space. The offense with Demar, you know what I mean? A lot more space. He has there. Spa- he has it, spaces between major, every single two. Major lane right in the middle, right there. You know what I mean? Major lane right in the middle. If you if you watching on if you just listening on the podcast side, man, y'all missing some good shows. <laughs> oh like, man, that's oh, funny, man. bro. Hey man, uh, <laughs> I, I love this man. Before we get to this final topic, man, but well, we do got to give some praise to one Kobe Bartholomew White. I don't know if that's his middle name or not. Uh, we also have to shout out our sponsors man because uh very much like denzel valentine's uh teeth i don't know where i was gonna go there i just wanted to bring it up one more time if you're looking for a delicious treat just like denzel valentine might be uh but don't want to <laughs> don't want all the fat and calories then you gotta try built bar uh we just got through the holidays and you know what the goal is not changed here i'm still trying to get in better shape the built bars are my key to doing so glass of water Built Bar, go to the gym, come home, another Built Bar. Pairing that up, man, in the morning, I'm not hungry at all. I'm able to make it all the way to lunch. But it's because they are so good. And what makes them so good, first things first, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's like real chocolate. Remember being a kid, right, and you want to start your day off with a candy bar? That's what it tastes like eating a Built Bar in the morning. And they come with so many good flavors, churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. I'm not sure how they do it. But Built makes each one of these bars taste even better. And the best part about them, there's only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now, you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been telling you guys, order at Built Bars. Order your Built Bars at Built.com. That code still works, by the way. Uh, now you can get them at your local Walmart and or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Pick up a four box of the cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. And if you're at the Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later. Make sure to check it out at Sam's Club and or at Walmart or still check it out at Built.com. Locked on uh, NBA on that one. Make sure to check that out. How many built bars stacked upon each other do you think Buddy Hill could chomp through at once? We told the same joke. I literally <laughs> said, I bet Buddy Hill could eat multiple built bars at once. <laughs> That's funny. Kobe White having his best game of the season, uh, doing what he's been doing defensively all season, playing playing solid defense. It was a little, yeah. he had a little bit more spottiness in this one that I would like to see, but still pretty solid. Nine of twelve from the field, five of eight from three point uh, range. 
25 points, three rebounds, two assists, two steals. He played pretty good tonight. What do you think about Kobe's game tonight? I really thought Kobe White played a really good game, man. I thought he came out offensively, uh, knocked down a three ball at a high clip, found the open shot, was confident. It was a couple of times when he was looking at Zach like, bro, if you don't give me the ball, like I'm cooking this man right here, right? Like I love that. <laughs> and you know what I love? On the defensive end, you saw Kobe White a couple of times give you that, come on, dog, you got to be better than that. Looking yeah. at talking about himself on the defensive end, missed a couple of backdoor passes, missed a couple of cuts, right? And and he literally was looking at himself like, I got, I can't miss that. I can't miss that. I love to see that. Now, in the end of the day, right, it didn't – um it didn't translate to good defense from the team overall. And Buddy Hield still continued to cook everybody. But I I had to look at to me, I looked at Kobe White's game today, and it raised the question in my mind. I know it's a long shot question. It's one game. You can't be doing that. But Kobe White ran the point really, really well today. Is did Kobe White's one offseason turn him into the point guard that maybe we're looking for? I'll say this. I believe more in Kobe White's ability to play point guard right now than what I ever have at any point of his career. And I will go on to say this. If Billy Donovan decided to make the choice to start Kobe White over Iota Sumo for the rest of the season, I would have no complaints about it. I, I feel like it, it's a better situation right now. It gets your offense moving. It spreads your starting offense. Does it does it close down your – and not to say Iota played bad on the offensive end. I thought Iota played really well on the offensive end today, but – Kobe White has really improved his game. Now, I, I don't know, right? Like, I'm not going to say that one game in a uh, a bigger minutes role is going to change my mind, right? Like, I've also seen the games where Kobe White is, is still 0 for 6 from the field, right? He's True. just not saying clap it up after. But I think that his IQ has improved quite a bit. I think that his facilitating ability has improved quite a bit. How he's playing in the pick and roll with Vooch has improved quite a bit. And those things right there, as much as I was like, Kobe White's definitely a two-guard. Kobe White's definitely a two-guard. Kobe White's definitely a two-guard. Mm -hmm. It looked like a point guard tonight. And shout out to AK in the comments. He said this, and this is a great point. Opponents cheat off Io. I'll tell you what, rather... No matter how hot Kobe is or not, there are not too many teams that are going to cheat off Kobe White. And yeah. when you have that ability, when we talk about that we need more floor spacing, Io is not a three-point shooter. We know that we've said that he's a combo guard. And, that, and combo guards can be three-point shooters, but Io is not one of them. I would say this. The, the thing that, to me, put Io over Kobe White was the defense. And I think the gap between them defensively is less than what it ever has been. And yeah. I actually give Io the, the edge of being a better passer. I give Io the edge of being able to read defensive betters. I give Kobe the edge of being more aggressive at trying to take players off the dribble consistently. Io's done it at times. There's that stretch where you were going in on him for missing uh, layups at the rim. But I just, at this point, the things that Io's that supposed to be doing. That stretch hasn't ended. <laughs> that stretch hasn't ended, dog. Well, you, I mean, but I said the stretch you were going in. You stopped going in on him. You just got oh, over okay. it. All right, yeah. cool. um, <laughs> but I think everything at this point to me, when you're trying to look for a spark to end the season, if I'm Billy Donovan over the, not, not tomorrow against the Bucks, but if I'm Billy Donovan over this all-star break, I'm seriously evaluating Io as our starting point guard for the rest of the season. I'm, I'm, I mean, reevaluating if he should be our starting point guard for the rest of the season. You may consider putting Car Caruso out there, but to me, Kobe White has done everything and grown in so many ways that it can't hurt. 
I would say come out of the All-Star break, give him give him two, three games at that stretch. If he can't keep up what he's been bringing off the bench, okay, then you can go back to Io. But to me, for a team that's looking to try to find a spark, a team that, to all of our estimations, they have no, no benefit of tanking, really. They're going to be trying to make the play-in. I think Kobe White may present a better option for you at that point. And see, I'm I'm completely I, I feel like Io I, I feel like tomorrow's the perfect time to try it. You think so? That's fair. He had a, has a 25 point game tonight. How many what was what was his overall stat line? 25 25, 3, 2, and 2. 25, 3, 2, and 2. Can you do it again tomorrow? If you can do it again tomorrow, then we can go into the all-star break with some questions. But I, I I'll tell you what's not the answer, right? Like at this point, it's not Alex Caruso. He's he has a couple of nice passes a game, but we know what Caruso's here for. He is here to be your six man, your defense, your high IQ player. <clears throat> but he's he's not um the the starting point guard on this team on a night in, night out basis. I think that if you're gonna try it out. Why not try it out now when you you're going up against a matchup where, you know, IO legit gets cooked every time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. IO versus Drew holiday is not a good matchup. Not as good as the one that we thought we may be getting on it. Like, I, like, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. So I, I'm, I, but I, I'm starting it. I know you said tomorrow I, and I don't, and I'm not against that. I just, yeah. I just don't know if you tried to change something on a, on a back to back, but to me coming out of the all-star break, if Kobe White's our starting point guard, I'm not mad at it at this point. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm, I'm not even saying, right, like maybe that's the time where Io gets himself together. All-star break, able to reevaluate some things. A lot of teams are able to reevaluate things at the all-star break. I don't think the Bulls are going to go on this miraculous run. Um, we're, we are not the Celtics. Jason Tatum does not play here. Um, we also don't have Jalen Brown. We have DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine, so that makes a, a big difference. Malcolm Brogdon is not coming off our bench. We got Kobe White. Um, but I, I I look at the all-star break coming up here, and the Bulls need to answer some serious, serious questions. Yeah. And I think – You ain't that, got the answers, though. I I, I think the <laughs> – well, I think, I think you're talking about the beginning of what the offseason is going to be immediately mm. happening after all-star break. That's when you're going to look. That's the only reason they're trying to bring in a point guard, right? Like, I don't think yeah. at this point AK really cares. Like, of course he says we're, we're the goal is to still make the playoffs. Of course the goal is to make the playoffs. But he needs to know, okay, if I put a point guard on this team, what's really going to happen? Yeah. Like, is this team the team that I thought we had, or is this team this? Yeah. So that, that's the only reason to add a point guard. Uh, I mean, we'll see. We has Russ still hasn't been bought out. What the heck is going on with that? Um, well, I think they just waiting on that. And, and according to Casey Johnson, right? Like we we didn't get too deep into that. Maybe we'll get into that on the episode tomorrow. Casey's report. Um, but the Bulls are talking about uh, if if no Russ, John Wall or Pat Bev. Yeah, we'll talk about that tomorrow. We actually have two episodes for you tomorrow. Expect a mid morning episode tomorrow, and then our normal. Uh, post after the game to end the week. But that is it for us for today, Pat. Hey, man, follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Appreciate y'all for showing love. And uh, that boy got some big teeth. Bro, uh, that, 
Those are some chompers, bro. Uh, you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes, the CEO H-A-I-Z-E. And thank you for making Locked on Bulls your first listen today. Now for your second listen, go and check out Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked on Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked on can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked on NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. For Path the Designer, I'm Hayes. This is Locked on Bulls. Peace, y'all. Hey, Stan Breck, it's you, Adam Antium. 